With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Because I will not be here or available on Wednesday, I'm doing the show today, Tuesday, 09-12-2023. I'm Scott Hensler. Well, the name of the show is Can We Start Over? If that was possible, would it really make any difference anyways? Probably not. Men do, women do what they want to do. Sins are a part of this fallen world, and we would most likely be where we are anyways. Remember I said that stupid people will get you killed? Sometimes these people who seem to have no sense are really highly intelligent. So what they do is actually intentional. Ever hear the saying, I may be crazy, but I'm not stupid? Well, New Mexico governor suspends open and concealed carry for 30 days, meaning the Second Amendment You cannot have a firearm in your possession. You cannot wear one openly. You cannot have one on your possession underneath your garments, which would be concealed carry. And that would spill over to having a firearm within your vehicle. Well, this is absolutely a complete violation of the Second Amendment. Now, the female Democratic governor basically said gun violence is a public health emergency. Now, this taking place in high-crime, you know, counties, so the law-abiding citizens are published and now unable to legally defend themselves. This is what we see in California. Now, as much as I love going to California, this is just as beautiful as any state anywhere. You know, it's a 1,000 miles long, you know, over a 1,000 miles worth of beaches, incredible mountains, just uh, one of the most uh, beautiful states of our, of our, uh, you know, American itself, that when you think this way, when you think you can override the Constitution, the Second Amendment, California really is probably one of the worst as along with New York. We see, uh, you know, the city of Chicago that... Uh, crime rate there is absolutely ridiculous. And so this seems to be the norm for Democratic-run cities, counties, states, allowing criminals to run wild. Now, with the open borders, criminals being let out of jail, people absolutely desperate, drugs turning people into demon-possessed individuals, 
all under the Democratic Party, like the governor of New Mexico. My wife and I, a couple of months ago, were considering of moving. The weather here, though, we're, you know, gives us the ability to do some, some farming and, and have a garden and so forth, but the season is so short, and after that 13 feet of snow that we had last year, uh, we were not, we're not looking into looking favorable for another year of that. So we found this incredible property in the mountains just outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was a once-in-a-lifetime find for the price, the structure itself, and the acreage in the pines. So just to be sure that something like that was too good to be true, and it usually is, I looked at crime statistics and found Albuquerque crime one of the highest in the U.S., even more than Chicago. How is that even possible? Well, it's a Democratic-run state. When I, over 20 years ago, before my ministry, fly regularly to Albuquerque and other places for Intel and Sandia Laboratories as a service engineer concerning vacuum technology. Though the area had potential that I saw when I was there, that in the last 20 years, under democratic rule, it has virtually gone to you-know-what. San Francisco, L.A., Chicago, New York, all are now, in my opinion, a third-world hellhole, all by design. Who would do such things to other people, to, to America? We are, we are originally positioned with the Constitution, the blessings of the country that we're at, with the, with the ability to farm and, and uh, have lots of room to expand and raw minerals and everything in our favor have been just tainted to the point that our country, the United States, not the incorporated United States, has been hijacked. Only the possessed can do this, that have no soul, to remove what God gave us, to, to take away those things that are could have been absolutely beneficial for the rest of the world. Now, we've been very destructive to other countries for a long time, especially since World War II. And the... Um, the unthinkable that was done to Vietnam, the unthinkable that was done to Iraq and Afghanistan and, and these other countries shows that those that were and are in control do not have the, the world's best interests. All they want to do is use us as the strong arm to go in and establish our laws, our governing laws, the banking systems, because if you look, most of these countries wanted to establish themselves under a gold standard. So when, when this takes place, the amount of people that die, the amount of people that are murdered, the amount of children that, are, that lose their parents or they themselves uh, die, and, and just the destruction that this brings on a blood curse and this country is under a blood curse 
Now, when they take the guns from Americans, and that's what they're trying to do, they're doing everything that they can, that's part of what's going on here in New Mexico, that the demon-possessed individuals whose souls have been captured, either they surrendered them just like the women surrendered themselves to the fallen ones that were then damned to be sirens, that they were human and now they're demonic, that this removal of the soul, that even though the spirit is still there, and we've talked about this, puts them in a position, their vessel, their their vehicle that moves through and looks like a person and acts like a person, speaks like a person, seems to have some logic, but yet absolutely in a demonic sense, puts this country in the position that it's in. So the governor of New Mexico does not care that we will be imprisoned by other demon-possessed psychopaths. That's the bottom line. And if you know me and you've listened to me, you know that I'm a bottom line kind of guy. So all over the country are from demonized individuals to full demonic possession. Those in public departments, court systems, FBI, DOJ, right down to the HOAs, because uh, if you've ever dealt with in a, in a residential area where there's an HOA, you got to wonder. I mean, I, I, I would, if I was looking for another house and it was under an HOA, I would just say absolutely not. Because the person, when, when you give someone power who doesn't deserve it, doesn't know how to control it. And remember, people haven't been through deliverance. That their demons take over. And this is, well, we see it everywhere. We see it with those uh, that come in to, to, to be a manager. Let's say you're, a, you're working in a manufacturing plant and you're working side by side with someone and you've known them for 10 years and you've grown fond of them and you're friends and you help each other out. And then one of you is elevated to floor manager or even manager over the department. Well, you know what? That whole dynamic relationship changes. And sometimes it's necessary in order to, to complete a job. But we find that those who do this take it to a level that uh, betrayal comes in. And so there is only one way out of this. But even if the American people wake up and use the Second Amendment as it was intended, the demons that would be released from the loss of life by the demon-possessed would just move on to those who still have their doors open, and they would start the process all over again. So if the Great Commission of Jesus Christ had been taken seriously from day one, we would not be in this position. Those who are demonized or even possessed would not have hardened their hearts. Their names would not have been removed from the Lamb's Book of Life. See, we were to go out and make disciples of all men, preach the gospel, set the captives free, restore sight to the blind, have the lame walk. 
cast out demons. Well, we haven't been doing that. And so the people that you're seeing, like the, you know those that join the Communist Party, the left, the socialist, those that sit in the street and block traffic, they're nothing more than a useful idiot of the demonic. And, and I've said this many times. And this puts us all in a position that they're no longer an asset to man and that they're not servants of Jesus Christ or a bondservant. They are actually in bondage to Lucifer. And how sad that is. God says he wishes no man should perish. But unfortunately, the, the amount of terrors now exceed the wheat by, by probably two, three times. So here we are in this demonic mess. This 30 days suspension of the Second Amendment is really just a test run. Nothing more to gauge what the people and what they are willing to put up with by the cabal. What can the cabal get away with? She, the governor, is not that stupid. She knows what she's doing. So those who are part of this hostile takeover, because that's what it is, are not just your enemies, but God's enemies. But note, this probably is also, you know, the ones that are doing this to us, to this country, as judgment for this nation and other nations because of the lack of the Great Commission for not keeping the commandments of Jesus Christ. Yes, this is entirely possible and most likely probable. I don't like to, to think of that because there are good people in this country. There are people who are willing to keep the commandments of Jesus Christ, who are willing to stand up for the truth and what's right. But, there, but per the number, it's so few. Now, there was a time that this country was very patriotic, Though that the, the wars that we went went through, World War One, World War Two, the Korean War, you know, into this the, the Vietnam debacle, which I almost went myself, that um that we believed in something. Now the Vietnam War was a different thing and that that's a whole nother story, but the point of it is my father served in World War Two. He was in the Pacific and and we believed and he believed and and the people believe that this is what needed to take place in order to bring peace back to the world. Now, the term democracy, as I've said before, is really a cold word for uh, those of, of the socialist meaning. That our country, that our constitution is a republic. And that means that we vote people in to represent us in a format and a structure that best suits all of us. And though it's not a perfect system, all the other systems that we see lead to death and destruction. So the European countries, the, the, the Chinese, the, 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 the Soviets, all of these countries look at where they're at. Now, note when I, when I talk about 
being punished or being sent to the woodshed, America. Note in 1 Corinthians 5, 5, that a man was turned over to Satan because of his sin. This was an effort in his torment that he would repent and come back to his first love, Jesus Christ, in hopes that his soul would be saved. So is this where we are? That there needs to be something brought on to us that wakes us up? Look at it like this. The Chinese Communist Party, on a 10-year project, have rewritten the Bible. Sort of, if you can't beat them, join them. But the rewritten Bible, for the estimated 130 million Chinese Christians, now that's incredible, is so blasphemous, it makes Jesus out to be a murderer. So, the Chinese have been under a communist rule since World War II. They, they died by the millions. And you got to remember, our country's pretty young compared to the others. And so, just in the cycles in itself, we really haven't come anything other than the Civil War, which was a half a million people. Now we're coming to a point where we're potentially going to be losing millions of people. So the, the Communist Party in China was so hard on the Falun Gong and the Christians that the Christians went underground. So there's an underground church that has a long history in China back to the fall of China right after World War II when the Japanese were forced out of their occupation. You know what's interesting, when I was in Taiwan, which, which was um, originally an Aborigines island, which is weird to think, and then the Chinese came in, about a million or so men, and inhabited, and then intermingled with, with the Aborigines, and this is where you get Taiwanese. So you have Aborigines of pure blood, you have the Taiwanese that are half and half, and then you have the Chinese. And there's segregation there. I was kind of surprised about that, and there's also others that, that have come in from other countries. But when I was there, the guy that, uh, that was my, um, my uh, interpreter, because they speak fluent Mandarin, they do that uh, because Mandarin is able to do commerce, they're able to add and subtract and have accounting and bartering and everything else versus some of the other languages. But when the Japanese occupied the island, one of the ways that they kept everyone in check is that in different locations, which was pretty much around where their worship temples were, they had facilities set up to behead the Taiwanese, the Chinese. And the reason that they did this is because in their culture, that if, you, if, if your head is separated from your body, then in the spirit you wander aimlessly. You, you don't get to go see your ancestors. This, and so, you know, it's not what we believe, it's not what I believe, but it's what they believe. And so strongly that it terrified them that they would cooperate 
with the Japanese. The Japanese were very ruthless at the time. Now, we're really not seeing too much different than what we're seeing now. And what they're doing is that they're taking our children, they're killing off the elderly, the young that have made it this far have been programmed to a point of self-destruction that they're willing to change their sex, not knowing that they're never going to be the same, that they're sterilized, they're never going to have children, and so this is a population reduction, just as it is the mass murdering of people. So, just as communism came into Taiwan after the Japanese were pushed out, the communism was the Red Army taking hold of the war-torn country, killing millions of Chinese citizens, with millions more to die from starvation because the, there, there weren't crops, water supplies were tainted. You know, when, when you have a mass casualty, you don't just regroup. We talked about the, the depression that took place after the Civil War here in this country. And so the Chinese people were in the same position. Now, with evangelists like John Birch, that's the same John Birch of the John Birch Society, the John Birch Society was named after him, that even during the Japanese occupation was converting Chinese people to Christianity. This is where he was known for. I don't know if many of you knew that, and I really didn't know myself probably until about seven, eight years ago. However, he was murdered during the Red Wave when the communists took over. Now, this Red Wave is what spilled over from Bolshevism in the Soviet Russia. But Christianity, instead of being wiped out, went underground. So the Falun Gong was the main religion and is still as strong as ever there. So you have the Falun Gong religion, and then you have Christianity. Then you have the Communist Party. However, the Falun Gong became, in their persecution, victimized of being organ harvested. Now, I've done shows on this. I've had uh, several people, one in particular, I can't remember the gentleman's name at the moment, but he's been working very hard to bring out what's happened to the Falun Gong and being imprisoned, having their blood and their DNA taken, run into a data center uh, to be categorized and then selected as needed for their organs. And it can be anything from their eyes to their hearts to their liver to, to whatever at any age. And this is an atrocity that's still continuing today and the very fact that um, that our our government decided to open up the doors to China when they were already doing such horrible things, they were already known for killing their own people, and that they were communist, tells me that somebody was paid off. And today we have a great deal of presidents and senators, those in the FBI, those in the CIA, all making money off of what the Chinese has done to line their pockets 
so they can get something out of it, which means selling out America. And the Christians also face the same horrors in China as well. And unfortunately, that's going to be taking place here, and we already see it. So the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, is now outnumbered, which is really weird. So I'm going to guess that there's maybe 100 million, 110 million communist Chinese. So what is there, one point something billion people in China? So 100 million have got everyone in bondage. But yet there's 130 million Christians. So they are outnumbered and decided five years ago, the, the Chinese, the CCP, that what they would do is they would take the Bible and they would rewrite it, giving in the influences of socialism, communism, writing this in as if it's the gospel. Now, to rewrite and making Jesus the bad guy was the goal, and they've already got copies out there. The drafts have been publicated and already distributed. Now let's go back to Putin's statement that I talked about. The Bible goes along and supports communism. And who's in bed with each other? The CCP and Putin. And so that answers my question. I, I, was, I myself was trying to figure out what was he doing. I knew there was something else going on here. Well, I think that's what's going on. So in Russia, at a certain point in time, they're probably going to be forcing that Bible too. So this will be interesting to see how it all plays out. All of us Christians here in the U.S., Canada, New Zealand, Australia, as well as other nations, that a strong Christian population, regardless of those things that are taking place in our country, what will happen? But note the book of Revelation warns if anyone is adding or subtracting, God will curse. So that means then those publishers, those behind the changing of Scripture, turning into whatever that is over in China, that all those that have done this are going to face a judgment from God. And I'm okay with that. Note also that no matter the persecution of the Chinese Christians, the number still increased. I, you know, that, that in itself is an amazing testament. There was, I was watching something that, uh, I don't know if it was, was it First John? That uh, where Jesus confronts uh, the prostitute Mary, that uh, just prior to being stoned, and in the in this new Bible, it says that you know he made he confronted everybody and and everyone went home and then Jesus confessed himself that he was sinful and that he stoned Mary himself. Now that gives me the creeps. Who is so demon possessed to write such a thing? This is what's in this new Chinese Bible, is stuff like that. So, here is one example. 
that the Chinese underground, the Chinese Christian underground, have established themselves that in their faith, if one Bible is found and taken to the Christian underground, each page is removed carefully and given to each person to memorize. And when they meet again, this is how they teach each other the Bible. So that way, if the Bible is found, of course it's going to get destroyed and the people that have it or are in possession of it would be most likely beheaded. But this way, with all of the pages, 66 books, and we've talked about that, 44 authors, that every one of these people have one page and they memorize it. And then exchange pages when they've memor when they finish memorizing it. No way in this country has there ever been shown such faith. If we were to see this here in the US, the church would be so powerful, so strong, the power of God would absolutely just pour out. And I believe that the power of God is going to pour out in these Chinese people. So you see, it's not the Chinese themselves that are bad, it's just the government. When we look at the people, you know, you can go back and forth on Russia. I'm, you know, the jury's still out. I'm not sure how that's all going to play out. But the, the point of it is that the people themselves are not the bad ones. And here we are in this country with this administration, the DOJ, those over the Pentagon, the, the ones in charge of, of court systems here, prosecutors, that they that everything's been infiltrated. And so it's not us as the people that are bad, but the world sees it this way. And and by the way, with all the insanity of homosexual and perversion and, and everything else that's going on, they really see us as perverts. And I and I get it. And how sad that is. So if we could see this type of devotion here in the U.S., the church would just absolutely be so powerful that we would not be in the condition that we are. So the Chinese government has been controlling the Chinese people. But regardless of their efforts, God is still in the hearts of millions with the love of Jesus Christ in their souls. So if the CCP, altering the Bible and the prosecution of God's people, because now they belong to God. They accepted Jesus Christ. That means they're grafted in. So they are God's people. Think that this is going to turn out for the best for the CCP. They've got another thing coming. The sad part of all this is that they're, unfortunately, going to be people Chinese people who will accept this Bible, this demonic translation, which really, I think, is going to be part of the great deception. At least, that's what I think. 
Christianity is under attack here in the U.S. at a level we've never seen with perversion leading the charge. Perversion leading the charge. But God allows this to a point so there is a defined definition between the wheat and tares. So we are basically seeing prophecy of the Old Testament come alive. So there's more coming, and I'll tell you, you better buckle up your seatbelt, because things are going to be happening quick here. If that Bible, or whatever you want to call that, that demonic scripture, the uh, false doctrines that are over there, if they start showing up here, I think that's when we're really going to start seeing things happen where God is going to intervene. Because to blaspheme the Holy Spirit, there is no redemption from that. There is no point of, of return. You know, all this means right now really is a type of long-term trauma. When, when we're introduced to one crazy thing after another, and, and you never know when it's going to end up and when it's going to stop. You just sort of give up. You just sort of start selling yourself out. You just sort of die within. And that's really what this is, is wearing us down. Yes, there really are no good things worth noticing right now. But, you know, just as the two subjects I just covered earlier, there is a thousand more that I didn't cover because there's just so much going on. There is no time and we for the most part really only know a small percentage of what's going on that goes against all things good. Luke 18:17 says, For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hide that shall not be made known. And, you know... That's out of the King James. So everything that's going on, even if we don't see it, even if we're not a part of it because there's just too much for us that we just can't be exposed to it all, it's all going to be made known. So we, me, you, who are kept in the dark till it's sprung on us, because a lot of us don't see this coming, is always known by God. God knows all. He knew it before it happened. This is part of his ability and time to know those things. Just in the book of Revelation, you know, when, when John the Revelator was caught up into heaven, you'll note in Scripture that it says, Then he turned around and looked behind him. Well, that tells me that he was taken to the future and then stood there and gave us an account of those things happening up until the final time. So things are always known by God. And also, the books that will be opened, Hebrews 9.27 and also in Revelation 20.12, that the angels have been documenting all of our deeds. They're in those books. So no one gets away with anything. Nobody. If I myself could go back and do things over again, I would, but I can't. So God provides a way out through repentance 
and what Jesus did for all of us. So all we need to do is move forward after repentance, bring it into ourselves knowing that we're not going to be doing that again. We walk away from it. Unfortunately, when a person likes their sin, they also like their demons. It's crazy because the demons don't like you. Like many bad relationships till the end, which is either death or one or the other moves on, there's always a long-lasting destruction within a person's soul. Many of you have resentfulness, hatred, unforgiveness, and I get it. It's not always easy to just forgive someone. It's a process. But a lot of times, this is a demonic stronghold. There's actually demons. So let's say that you have a thing against women. Well, then you have women hating demons. If you are a woman and you have things against men that you can't let go of, you may have man-hating demons. And those need the whatever the door was, whatever the legal right was, needs to be broken and the demons need to be cast out. So nothing really good comes from any of it at all. And being in a relationship with your demons means not just physical death, but a spiritual death. Now, as I said before, the ones operating from the cabal, most likely the core person was removed a long time ago. And we've already talked about this. And what I see when I see people like Gates and Klaus Schwab is the fallen ones at the wheel. Could they be originals from, you know, from day one, from ancient times? Well, there's speculation. I mean, I've seen some people bring this up, and they make a good case. And, and I'm going to, to, to keep the door open on that. But it's been my experience that when I'm doing deliverance, that once in a while I'll get a fallen one. And I'm not talking about a demon. A demon is disembodied spirits. When I say a fallen one, there was a time that they were in, in grace. And these fallen ones have been inhabiting mankind for a very, very long time. So people like Gates and Klaus Schwab and whether it just stays in their bloodline or not, they just move on to another vessel. So if they are not from man or the bloodline of Adam, that their souls which are damned, just they just plain move on one after another so let's say in a thousand years could potentially move on to as many as 13 or more people. If our average lifespan is 77 to, let's say, 86 years, depending on, on what country the, the people are in, they're just basically jumping ship before death and moving on. Or there is some process that to us is, is unfamiliar that they're able to regenerate. I think that this most likely is with the little understanding of technology that has been kept from us. I mean, we really don't know what they have. And then, you know, cloning has been around a lot longer than they ever let on. So regardless of what is the real facts, it's all evil and was never a part of God's plan. And so there are countermeasures that God 
puts in place that he takes in his way and in his time to resolve the issues. So it's hard for us to completely understand the order of things of God according to God's will and purpose. Because we don't know the past like he does. We certainly don't know the future like he does. And so really, what else can we do anyways? I mean, what other opportunity do we have? What other options do we have? If you're a new ager, you think that you can be reincarnated. Well, that's not true. That's a lie. So this is part of trust and faith. And really, what else, as I said, can we do? So I myself accept the times as they are, knowing, you know, how we got here. We, we are a sinful, fallen people. It does not mean that I like it or agree with it. It's just, it's the way it is, so you have to deal with it. It just means I know God is in control. So I just keep moving forward. <coughs> Excuse me, my heart is heavy. And I'm sad and even grieved over the circumstances. When I do the research and I see the videos and I read the articles and I read the books and I talk to people, it grieves me. With what I see and what's happening, I find myself longing for 10, 20, 30 years ago. That even though things were not right and maybe there were hard times, but we certainly didn't have what we have now. Whether bad or good for me of these times, it's still not, as I said, evil running wild like it is. Unchallenged for the most part. And that's pretty sad. Unchallenged. Even allowed to do these abominations on children. Just think, 20 years ago, it, what was it? would it have even been possible to publicly do what they're doing now? No, it wouldn't have been. For God's laws were written from day one. He will not contradict himself or waver from his order. So, we've been given free will. We, we choose blessings, we choose curses. Those who choose curses go down a road and now the numbers exceed. Now they've infiltrated the governments. Now they've inf infiltrated the, the, the educational systems, the military, law enforcement. And so we're in this predicament, but it's still, the, still in the order of things because of the sins of the people that were known. That's why the book of Revelation is going to be fulfilled. Because God knew that the people as a whole would not turn away from their wickedness. But there would be a remnant few that made it all possible because if if we were if nobody was going to repent, I, I think that uh, we would have been wiped out a long time ago. The reason that we're still going is that the door is still open for those who are willing to come forth. So again, what choice do we have as believers? If we're to believe in Jesus Christ, if we're to believe in the, the deity of God and that his word is truth and that he is truth and that he is love, how can we look anywhere else regardless 
of the situations. So I want to finish up today with my thoughts. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go a full hour today. I'm a little hoarse today. I've been working, taking a tree down and just uh, everything else that's going on. Like I said, I'm a I'm a working guy. I do my own thing. I don't pay anybody f to come do my work. So I'm a little tired, a little hoarse, and uh, so I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Plus, there's a lot of things going on. But uh, whenever you have demonization, it comes with perversion. And, and so let me e expound on this. Jezebel will always use sexuality in a perverted way to get what she wants. Seduction, fornication, adultery, perversion homosexuality. You know, when, when you have witchcraft in there somewhere mixed in is always going to be homosexuality, lesbianism, sorcery, sex magic, divination, and then you add in pharmacia with all the drugs and everything else. And, and so when I say that perversion is a part of demonization, that in order, you know, it's a stronghold that assures demons an ever-ending open door to come and go as they please. Let me say this again. Perversion is a stronghold that assures demons an never-ending open door to come and go as they please. So if you have addiction to pornography, if you have addiction to sex, addiction to anything that, um, that may be displeasing to God, then what this is, is it appeals to a weakness. And, and sometime or another, most of us have all been guilty of this. You know, the 70s and 80s, especially with the 60s and 70s, with the free love and all the stuff that went on, that's really what that was all about, was infecting each other. Soul-tying each other. Allowing demons to come and go. Bringing in a thought process down the road that was not going to be concurrent with someone who wasn't in a sexual relationship. Once in a while... I will get, regardless of how old they are, a virgin, both male and female. It's not very often, but when I do, there's a whole slew of demons I don't have to deal with. There's a whole category of demons that do not infest those who are virgins. Now, there may be things that when we say virgin, we're talking about one, you know, having sex with another person. That it doesn't mean that the virgin themselves isn't engaged in some kind of weird self-gratification. But I generally find that's not the case. But, it, but I have seen it. And so when I say that demonization comes with perversion then in order to get to the next level, someone has to be held 
and in a stronghold to do the next thing. Now, demons are never satisfied. If they're sex demons, if they're perversion, if they're sodomy demons, especially, that um, the things will always be taken to another level. And then there's a point where an individual just collapses from it. The demons take in so much, or there's so much shame. And that's, and that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Okay, so Jezebels. Okay? I think we're at a higher amount of Jezebels right now, women, women and men, having the Jezebel spirit than we've ever had before. And, and through the seduction and through the, the sex acts and everything else that takes place, that when they have you, and there's a lot of pastors fall to this, a lot of people and that, uh, uh, well, I mean, look at how sex is used to blackmail the government, government officials, senators, congressmen, presidents, CEOs world leaders. So once they're ensnared, one, there's a there's a sexual bond, a soul tie, okay, and unfortunately this takes place with children. And then unfortunately the children are usually discarded. And when the child dies, murdered, the demons of the child got through the infection. It's not the child's fault. The child had nothing to do with this. They were victimized. The demons were released. And then the demons can pick and choose what senator, what president, what world leader they can occupy. Do you see how this works? So perversion is the open door and the mechanism and the tool to capture God's people or even those that haven't come to Christ yet. And because of that, many of them are not going to come to Christ. So these sodomites we see parading around in front of our children as one of those never-ending open doors. I've said that a child should never see the private parts of an adult male whether male or female, the child. Never. California wants to take your children away from you if you don't allow demons to be injected into them through the perverted sex change. See, that's what I'm really talking about. This whole thing is about infecting people, children, with demons. And once the demons take hold, once the demons are in charge, they can do what they want. See it for what it is. So everything that we see taking place is in order to infect everyone with demons. So, as, as sad as this is, it's reality. As, as terrible as this is, it's happening all the time. Gavin Newsom is a horrible man. The people writing the laws in California are demon-possessed. 
who in the world would ever think that this was okay to do this to children? And Gavin Newsom potentially is going to replace Biden. So you see where this is leading? When everyone's infected with demons, and the only ones left, okay, just, just as Noah, right? He was pure. And so he had to get on the ark because his DNA hadn't been tainted. He hadn't allowed his soul to be captured. And so the Christians are going to have to be on some type of ark. Because the perverted, demon-possessed individuals that run this country and the ones that are in the middle, the normies that do not come to Christ, they will fall to this. And we're told that those who live by the sword die by the sword. Those who live by perversion will die by perversion. And what they want to do is to infect all of us. So this is a time that we need, all of us, to be reminded what's truly going on here, to not tolerate it, to not accept it, to rebuke it, reject it, and speak up. Because your actions will be documented in the Lamb's Book. When the books are opened and it's read, where are you going to be found? And this is why I do what I do. It helps remind me of this circumstance, reminds me what we need to do. It's crazy. This world is just nuts. Time's running out, for they are really cracking down on the truth. I don't know how much longer my shows. They're, they're, they're going after Owen Schroyer. He's going to be spending 60 days, I understand, in jail for simply reporting on what went on during January 6th. And and is there always a potential that this is all stage show? Probably. I don't know. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt because those who run these organizations will draw in the good people. That's how this works. So I the jury's out. But in any, any case, they're still coming after us. That is a fact. That we know. And however this plays out, I'll tell you, I just want to be found on the right side. All right. We shall see you Friday. God bless you. Thank you for supporting me. I'm still keeping the uh, 24-7 broadcast going. I don't know if if you uh, partake in it and have a chance uh, and you have my email. Let me know um, if, it, uh, if it's doing any good. All right. God bless you guys. We'll see you Friday. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.